Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Valley Transportation. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransinc.com for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. This podcast is also brought to you by AgDirect. No matter how you buy your ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving iron. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast number 269. <laughs> 269 here, I got my buddy Aaron with me. Aaron, how you doing? Good, my man. This edition of Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by... Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. For more information, go to axontire.com. Axon Tire would love to give the loyal listeners of the Moving Iron Podcast not just a mouse pad... But a resource mousepad. Resource. Right. So how many times have you been sitting there going, like, now back in the day, I remember like an 18.4, I think was like, maybe it was at like a 420 or 480. Was it a 520? I don't remember. Oh, uh, this is probably I for the remember. average person question. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I don't quite remember the conversion, <laughs> the metric conversion uh, to the, uh, to. But I yeah, it, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> But they have, uh, <clears throat> so if you want one of those mouse pads, all you have to do is send, go to axontiretips.com. There's a lot of blogs, a lot of good studies, a lot of case studies, and those kind of things there for you to check out. Go to the bottom, there's a little form to fill out. Fill out the form, and Aaron, you get not one, but two, baby. You get those. two. So if you have two computers or two offices, or hey, you want to put one in your travel bag, however you want to do that. Yeah. How do you want to accessorize? Throw a mouse in your travel bag. If you're bored in the office, you want to use one for a Frisbee, bam, you know, you're good to go. There you go. Good to go. So check that out. Go to axontiretips.com, and that will send you two Axon Tire resource mouse pads for your, I guess, tire entertainment. So, there you go. Right on. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. In Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment, from a dealer, auction, or private party, AgDirect can finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about all your financing, financing options at agdirect.com. And finally, the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by TractorZoom. With access to over $20 billion worth of heavy machinery sales data, TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent heavy equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. All right, Aaron, so it's been a little bit since we had a uh, opportunity to record a podcast together. You've been out being like, hey, warrior. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, warrior. Yes, sir. 
wonder if they ever could do that sometime you know like corn warriors but i i had Ooh, I, they should that would be awesome i got uh i got 72 tons per acre yeah no shit <laughs> Be like, how do you bail this? I cannot. I can't digest it. <laughs> you have to just chop it and weigh it. That's well, all you can do. Put it into windrows, and now we've got an eight and a half foot tall windrow of alfalfa out here. I'm not for sure how we're going to make this work this year. Raise that windsheet all the way up on that pickup head, all the way. Oh man! So how was that? How that treat you? It was. It was there. I tell you what. It was when we were running. It was great. But uh, we had a lot of downtime that was very frustrating and really, to say the it, least. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, it was not, not a cool deal, but we got her done and all the way up to the end, something broke, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Got a 14 bale mover, like 10th load, chain brakes. Well... Then we did like about 400 with the skid loader and the gooseneck and a loader tractor. That was a long evening. Yep. Good times. Makes Man. me get to the... Yeah. I almost had the dust off the old hay monster. It it really makes everybody... Everybody should have hobbies like that, right? Should, yeah. Yeah. Hobbies. 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 Sitting hobbies, there waiting hobbies. for a mechanic to show up. Oh, look at everybody at the lake on Facebook. Terrific. <laughs> Yeah, you should get one of those. A lake? No, a hobby other than hunting. Oh, yeah, something that doesn't involve ag and reculture. But good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. Okay. Yeah. Not last couple of weeks been a uh, been a little bit of an of an odd week. You know, we've we've seen some um, lot of of recession talk out there. You hear a lot of people talking about that. Very much rates, rates, the, uh, rates, rates, rates. That's all you hear. Yeah. The uh, the diesel fuel that you put inside of the uh, vehicle, whatever it is that you're driving, is worth more than the machine you're actually putting it in. So that's <laughs> just at my know. place. <laughs> <laughs> so we got that going for us, but I don't know. It was kind of we we haven't experienced anything like this. I mean, the last time I experienced this, I remember I was uh, 2003 or 2004. We had high gas prices anyway, and then we had a huge hurricane. I don't remember what Rita. No, it was what was the one that hit New Orleans? Katrina. Katrina, and then right after that one was Rita. Right, so which was Houston. Yeah, Houston. Right. So you had the whole mess down there on the on the. Yeah, because a lot of people from New Orleans went to Houston. It's like son yeah. of a bitch again. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> In the van, let's go. <laughs> so they had that happen, and then you you take a look at what was going on there. I mean, you had the entire uh, eastern Gulf Coast got hammered by Katrina, and then you had Rita come through right up the Gulf, knock that out. So we knocked down all these refineries that were out on the on the coast, messed up some oil rigs out in the out in the Gulf, and we saw. I remember seeing like four dollars and twenty five cents, four dollars and thirty cents, yeah. you know, gas. And I, I remember I told him, I remember telling my dad because he, well, my dad's an oil field guy, and he goes, "We'll never ever ever see gasoline this expensive again." <laughs> and I was like, "Wrong, wrong." <laughs> we did. We saw it. Oh, so now man. we're looking at five dollar average gasoline across the uh, across the country right now, um, and it just kind of makes you kind of sit back and think a little bit. Like, what's that? If what's that mean? What, what, how's that gonna How's that gonna function? If you pull up to get diesel, even in a a pickup, just a pickup, and you have a thirty gallon plus tank and you're yep. empty, 
It takes yep. three card swipes to fill sure. the pickup, man. You get nothing done. Can't go in and get a tea, a roller dog, nothing. You got to sit there and babysit the pump. No, you can't because you can't afford it. (laughs) Yeah, good point. (laughs) Hot dogs are 99 cents. Well, (laughs) sorry. Had to buy buy diesel. That's a thimble full of diesel, pal. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. So I guess as you take a look at all that stuff right now, and guys you're talking to, stuff you're seeing pop up, what what kind of uh, what kind of response are you getting from from the dealer world out there with what we see? You know, in general, you know, in general, the there's not a lot of talk of rates like you see all over TV, radio, everywhere, internet. Yep. Um, everybody knows, but it's you know in the ag community, so many people remember double digit interest right and a lot of guys realize we've we've had a hell of a run with almost no interest yep to speak of you know and during that period some bang out commodity prices right so it's kind of a okay you know like i get it had to happen at some point sucks but no nobody i talk to is going to change it right yeah so that um, it's it felt like in let's see we're in the sixth month right first three months supply issue shortage supply issue shortage supply issue delay delay shortage shortage all that that's mm-hmm. all it was constantly this the second quarter of the year less of that. Right, you know, kind of like everybody's numb to it. Of course, you have in our in our world the busiest season of the year. Yeah, you got water. Yeah, you got April, May, and June. Mm-hmm. You know, people getting water spraying hay and finishing up whatever plan they got to get done. Now we're to the getting toward the end of June and that delay and shortage, all that's starting to kind of ramp back up. But everybody's getting ready for fall. You know, right. machine-wise yeah. parts. Sure. You know, yep. got guys green-lighting combines, fixing yep. it themselves, whatever. It's becoming a big thing again. And again, it makes no difference where, what color, what piece of machinery. Yeah. Everybody is in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Vehicles, same thing. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I, wrote, <clears throat> I wrote an article just not too long ago, and I kind of went to some predictive analytics and some stuff you see out there and some of those kind of things which you're, that you're looking at. And I think right now <clears throat> there's a there's a lot of information out there right now that, that's circling around. And this is the first time I've ever had that conversation with someone that one camp is recession by fall, get ready for it because there's what's coming. And the other camp is, eh, it's just kind of a small blip. We'll see some something happen in the fall. We're not saying it's going to be a recession, but we're saying it's going to be more of a, um, you know, kind of like a, well, Rich Possum, who's on the podcast um, this last this last uh, week or two ago, he talked about that, like, you know, we're going to see up till, up till August, you know, and then we're going to start seeing it trickle back up. And he, he's he's sold on the fact that we're not going to have a recession, that this is going to be we're, just a, we're just gonna, a blip. And just we're kind see. of rolling through the summer. Right. Mm. But it's going to be like a gradual, like inflationary effects are going to be, you know, slowing down after, 
you know, after that time, this time next year, we should see dramatically less inflation, interest rates should be down, you know, those kind of things. So <coughs> it's hard to say. Who knows what? <coughs> Who knows? Because you go out and listen to somebody else, and they're going to tell you that we're, this is, we're in. This is, this well, is if somebody does know, they're already a zillionaire. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And find out who's making news in October. Yeah. So, kind of the other the other heavy heavy thing out there right now when you're looking at what's going on with this marketplace is that if you look at the way things are flowing through here and what we see happening, every month is a new a new interest rate. Right. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, like we'd see, we might see the interest rate move two or three times in a year. Right. And and for the last 20 years, that would have been active, yeah. even. I mean, now, we're talking I mean, last five years yeah. for that, even. Now it's every month we're seeing some, right. some movement. And I don't know. I, I'm kind of curious to see what happens in July with interest rates because we've had a, a point and a half um, move up in interest rates since the first of the year. And that's counting the 75% or 75%, 75 basis points we saw in June. And then, you know, we had a couple different. Yeah, like two or three, uh, 25% and maybe, maybe a half percent in there um, moves up in, in interest rates. And the Fed's already said, hey, July's coming around. We're doing another three-quarters of a point. It's uh, If someone's ready to buy something, I'm like, you really need to just, just – Right. You need to write the paper right now. because If, if you're 30% you know, or better, just yeah, do it. Just, just, just write the paper now because part of me thinks that – that maybe they've baked a lot of this stuff into interest rates based on what the Fed said in the first of the year and that that, that these, lending, these lending institutions are going to say, all right, we're going to take a slight a slight raise up. It might go a quarter point or something like that here. But the other side of it too is, all right, we're going to raise another point. You know, So it's a, it's a tough one to kind of figure out because all these lending, every one of them, all the lending, they, they've done a, you know, First quarter point we saw there was almost a percent rise in oh, yeah. almost a whole percent. Right. The second one there was almost another whole percent. This one happened in the middle of the month, so they were you know, but we saw another half a percent something like that jump. And then so now going in July, you're going to see three percent in between June and July on on the Fed um, lending rate and what that looks like. So how much of that did they have baked in, or is that just hey we're going to see what happens next? Yeah, I don't know, man. But it's going to be that's going to be interesting to watch that happen. So, when you're you're the guys you're talking with, I mean, what are they hearing from their customers? What, what I mean, I haven't really heard anybody say anything about. It. I mean, I've heard people say, "Oh shit, interest rates are high." Yeah, I mean, and they, they steep they keep rolling, right? What they're doing, but and it's really not much a discussion thing, you know. Like nobody, so, is, shockingly enough, it's it's not. Yeah, you know, and nobody, everybody you talk to is like, well. I know it's going way up. What's interest? And look it up and tell them, like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's literally it. Yeah, so it's a, it's, it's a trip, man. I don't I mean, it's a weird deal. I don't know how we, what that looks like and how these things move forward and, and, and what the overall marketplace looks like. But, I mean, so much of this equipment that we're seeing right now is the odd thing about all this, the thing that really – the thing that really kind of is is the the red herring here is so much equipment right now. The red herring is not the right word. It's it's probably it's the 
it's the I don't know any sayings for it to put it on the podcast. So, <laughs> but I think I think the the underlying yeah. issue that no one's talking there about. There you is go. Elephant in the room, right there. Elephant in the room. Elephant in the room. The, I think the, the the elephant in the room that that people aren't really talking about right now is all these delays that we're seeing across the board. Right. Constant. We got guys that are going to go into wheat that should have had a combine two months ago that's been moved 43 times down the road, and who knows when they're going to get it now. And, I mean. And there's a spot in southern Grand Island that is incredibly red for as yeah. long as the eye yeah. can see. And but I mean, it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I mean, it's everywhere that you look. So now you start looking at some of these machines that you're bringing in on trade, and then you're going to say, like, they literally have an entire another season of use on them. Right. Wheat run. And fall crop run. Yep. Right? Now these machines come in, whether it's tractors, combines, wind rowers, balers, whatever it is, you know. Some of the stuff, I mean, you have a wind come in, and you may not get to use it. Right. You, might, you, may, you may not get to use it this year, right? If you, yeah. You, you get to the point with some of that. Okay, great. I'm looking forward to my deal whenever it shows up, and you go with what you got, yep. and... That's where we're at, you know. So and now you're looking at a machine that would have been on your lot with, I'm just using numbers here. Let's just say you had, you had a two-year-old machine. No, let's, let's just use a real, let's real, real life example. You got a five-year-old combine, a six-year-old combine. It's got 750 separator hours to 1,000 separator hours on it. You run it one more whole season, right? You How it, old? Five-year-old? Five-year-old machine, right? Was seven fifty? Just seven fifty to a thousand, maybe twelve hundred fifty, something like that. But you've got a machine out there, right? So a five year old machine would be a what, two thousand sixteen, right? No, it'd be two thousand seventeen. Seventeen. Last year six. Yeah, yeah so two thousand seventeen. So you have two thousand seventeen machine out there. It's got you know, the first guy that had it got it brand new, he put four hundred hours on it. The second guy put three hundred hours on it. And the third guy that, that where you're sitting at right now, the third the third guy has it, and he put you know 250 on it for two years or something like that. So now you're looking at 700 to thousand, you know, right around there, 700 thousand hours, something like that. Thousand hours, five years old, thousand hours. Machine's supposed to be here, right? Supposed to have a, a good solid amount of reconditioning done to it because you're at that point, right? right? You're at that point. Guys, combine's not coming in. Now you're sitting back and you're going, well, I mean, what's depreciation? What's depreciation on something like that? Well, what's, what's what does his hour meter say? Is well, it that's that, is it nine fifty or is he already a thousand? I'm going to argue that it doesn't change anything. <sighs> yeah, never never happened with this guy, man. And here's you, why I, I don't why care. I, I don't care if that combine is nine ninety five. It's not. A thousand. No, I, I, I see what you're saying. I see it at the at the the break point. I'm talking about current market today. No, it doesn't change anything because the fact that it's available is the biggest factor. Right. So my point I'm making is, yeah, we've got this machine sitting out here, and we've got whatever you made the deal, whatever else. The only the only deciding factor in that machine, in my opinion, that is going to change and dictate the way that the machine, what the value of the machine is, is what you did or didn't do to it before you took it to the field. For like, if you're like, if you're like me, if I'm a farmer, 
And I'm like, all right, I got to get it through wheat, right? Right. And now you find out, okay, now I got to get it through most of my corn. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <coughs> and then you went from both of those together because you patch that some bitch so much through mm-hmm. wheat, you're yeah. like, no, we're not doing that again. Just yeah. fix it. And you just green-lighted your combine that you weren't even supposed to own. Right. And so that that's a that's a that's a weird that's a weird conversation to have. And, and to me, I don't think my personal opinion is I you had to use a combine, and you needed to to fix the machine to make it operate so that you had maximum um, maximum I, capacity. Right. I would say this: if yeah. you're, and this is just kind of a hunch, just kind of popped into my head, and it's about a combine, so it's got to be half relevant. If you're in the maybe as far down as 13, but I would say 1,400 SEP or more. Mm -hmm. If you're in that guy's realm, that's your machine. The hours, show me your shop bill. Yeah, hours don't matter. You're free to go. Right. If you're in the 8 to 12 in that ballpark, that is the most important piece of paper on the history, yeah, you're on the face yeah. of the planet, exactly. Yep, because you got a, that, you got a fair amount of stuff to worry about, right? right. You got one guy who's had an 800 hour machine yep. that was shot, yep, and you got other guys that are like, How on earth could you spend more than five grand at 800 hours? Be like, How could you only spend that? <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. so I think, I think there's a uh, that is going to be something that's going to be worth paying attention to, yeah. Because here's the other, here's, like we talked about a million podcasts ago, um, this last quarter of the year. Combine's on an auction? Well, no, I mean, this last quarter, everything, I mean, everything's showing up this last hey, quarter of the year. by the way, loyal listeners, we haven't brought that up in ages, so. Yeah. I forgot what an auction that, was. It, so, uh, yeah. Still oh, that's at, that's at retail gathering? <laughs> where you get a hot dog and a hamburger? People still do that, huh? Okay. I didn't realize that. <laughs> It's kind of like tight rolling your jeans, you know. Right. Sure. It's com- oh, that's coming back, huh? Look at that. Yeah. It's a dealership pricing <laughs> reference day. <laughs> yeah. I, I think. Oh, goodness. But here's the thing. You know, we talked about all this stuff showing up the last quarter of the year. Right. Everything showing up the last quarter of the year is sold. Oh, absolutely. You know, so. Everything showing up first quarter of 23 <laughs> is sold. <laughs> it's, it's so much stuff is just backlogged. You know what I mean? It's just like I got a guy oh, who put man. his name on a sprayer today that he gets in April of next year. You think it will be? I'm like, says April now. I, that machine is not yet even to the point of being delayed. So, right. I'm like, worst case scenario, it goes in inventory. All right, let's do it. I'm like, there you go. Right. Yeah. That is a long ways from today, man. It's building your pipeline, though. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Every month I'm like, man, I really need to. Oh, look at that. I forgot. I even, when is that coming in? Oh, man. Yeah, but you have. There, there's a, I tell All you, you can do is laugh, man. Like, I fought it and beat my head against the wall, and I was a grumpy son of a bitch for 18 months, quite frankly. And it's like now, sorry, man. It's, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's it's one of those things now where, I mean, even a customer, you go out and talk to a customer about it, they're numb to it. Like, okay, well. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, what do you want I supposed to do now? I mean, I'm like. <laughs> well, and the beauty of it is it's know. not like they got a 
In most instances, yeah. most in, not all, but most instances, your signature and a couple bucks. Right. That's it. Yeah. You know, it ain't like you got a, well, I want to order that new X9 and here is the title to that East Quarter. Right. That's not how it works. Right. And to me, it's just a, it's a conversation that you have with the customer and you're trying to, to keep them in front of everything they have so they can make the best decisions that they can make. But there's just so much that are out of any anyone's control. Right. right. Absolutely out of control. But out of anyone's control, I should say. Not out, yeah. out of control. But it's that too. I Somebody's. Guess, some somebody down the line. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where he's at or she or they them. <laughs> I don't know where where they are, but they need an ass whooping. That's it. I don't know what else to say. You need to bust that little Roy D. Mercer on them, and then have it be. How big a boy are you? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right, so that's a good place to stop, man. So, Aaron, folks, want to reach out to you, get more information about what it is you have going on. What's the best way to do that? Well, just about anywhere. Good. It's quite a list. That's exciting. <laughs> uh, call me, text me, 308-760-1193. Um, I am on the Twitterverse, at Aaron Fintel, A-A-Ron. Um, by email, Aaron.Fintel at movingironllc.com. Right? That's right. Man, every time now. And on the book of faces under my name. Yep. LinkedIn under my name and pretty much under my name. That's what she said. <laughs> Where? Hey. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I'm Casey Seymour. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. You can find me on LinkedIn at Moving Iron Podcast. And if you want to see the video version of this podcast and see what Aaron looks like over here, he's like, like fading away. Fading away. Shit. Fading away to nothing over here. <laughs> so. <clears throat> So, so check that out on the, at Moving I, Iron. It's Moving I was Iron this podcast. size once upon a time. Yeah, it was. We a, all were. It was a bit ago. We, we all were. Um, fourth grade for me. But, <laughs> but they had, they had, they had. Uh, <laughs> so check that out. YouTube. Go to uh, Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel. Check it out. See what's there. Our good friend Alex Chachenko has made his way back to. Ukraine, Woo! and he is going around passing out all the uh, humanitarian aid he can pass out. I talked to him this morning, and he's doing good. Um, he's 10 miles away from the front lines dropping stuff off, so he is uh, definitely in harm's way. If you want to help Alex out, he's got to probably sell him a sprayer while he's, he's at probably, it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure is. So if you want to help Alex out, go to uh, GoFundMe.com and look up Help Alex Transport Humanitarian Aid from Poland to Ukraine, and uh, he'll... Uh, there's a YouTube, there's a GoFundMe there. You can donate whatever you can, whether it's $1 or $100,000, whatever you got could, could really help Alex along the way here. So he went out and um, he's he, he's cast in his own chips and, and he is, uh, he's making it work. So he bought a, a blue Mercedes van, which is a very European thing. And he, he's, Sprinter. Yeah, he showed it to me the other day. He had two, two tons worth of stuff in it. He was hauling around. So everything from jerry cans full of gas to baby strollers. So, I mean, think, think about that. So if you could help Alex out, that'd be great. Check him out. Go fund me. Show notes as well. There's the link there for that too. So with that, I am Casey Seymour with Aaron Fentel. Let's go inspiring folks.
Axon Tire is going to have more tips, tricks, and client advice throughout the year and in September at the Moving Iron Summit in Nashville. If you're looking to sign up for the event, please head over to movingironllc.com. We hope to see you there. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransitinc.com for all of your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Moving higher in the 21st century.